Welcome to Giving Your Best Life with Stephanie Jones, a.k.a. The Giving Gal. Former police officer, private investigator, professional organizer, who pivoted to the corporate world and then through giving 522 gifts, became an author and inspirational speaker. Need a little positivity and inspiration in your life? Grab a mug of your favorite drink and cozy up in a comfy chair and join Stephanie as she chats about giving your best life. In each episode, she shares intentional ways to give to yourself and others, how gratitude can lead to a healthier, happier, more content life, and tips to accomplish your goals. Let's jump into giving your best life. Hey friends, it's Stephanie here, also known as The Giving Gal with episode number 36 of Giving Your Best Life. So if you've been following my journey of being bit by a spider, getting an infection, in the hospital, out of the hospital, I am two weeks out from the day I got bit. Uh, it's been a roller coaster. I got to admit, it's been some ups and downs. And I will say, if you um, have listened to episodes before this, or I have a trail video series that I started on YouTube and that I share on my Instagram, which is giving underscore gal, go check that out, is I talk a lot about mindset, but typically it's in the mindset of working on my goals, something physical or organizing or budgeting. Um, or accomplishing your budget, or saving money, um, writing, <laughs> writing books, or you know, just putting out materials, whatever it is. I've that's been a strength of mine to kind of power through, to persevere, to have uh, determination, to not focus on like the short term pain, focus on that long term gain. But I will say. This uh, battle with this bite and infection has been quite (laughs) the mental challenge for me and really having to practice what I preach, but in a different way. Um, And it's something that I'm not used to. I don't get sick. Um, I can't tell you the last time I was on a drug And um, I think back over the last 10 years, I've had a couple of surgeries, uh, I think four or five surgeries. And even after the surgeries, when I was given drugs for pain, I didn't take anything just because I don't like taking drugs. I don't like how they make my body feel. Um, A fun fact about me, I'm 43. I've never been drunk. Uh, I've never even drank I mean, a half of a beer, I don't like the taste. Uh, If I have a glass of wine, it is a glass of wine um, just because I don't don't like the the way that um, drugs make me feel. And so it's been a real challenge on this journey with the infection because I have to take antibiotics. It's not an option for me not to take it and do some of the natural stuff that I tend to do, um, which there's a time and a place for that. But you also have to be smart. And uh, in the hospital, 
the antibiotics that I was getting via IV, uh, I did have reactions to those. But the good thing is, is you have nurses there, you have doctors there. As soon as I had a reaction, I hit my nurse call button. They come, they make adjustments. They never had to stop uh, the antibiotic that I was getting. They just had to slow down the flow of how quickly I was getting the antibiotic. When they sent me home, I got an oral antibiotic and it seemed like almost immediately I started having a reaction to that antibiotic. And the challenging thing, and this is one of the lessons that I've learned of of going through this, is I'm a person that has to know, (laughs) you know, like I like to know the plan. I like to know the next steps. I like to know what to expect and what's coming. Um, Not so much, you know, in a physical challenge or if I'm out hiking, but in this case, that's what was so difficult. I found myself in the hospital asking a lot of questions, which I challenge you, um, if you're not somebody who's inquisitive or asks questions, like this is even, you know, there's so much going on in our society and I'm not going to get political or go into anything that's going on, but so many people just tend to take what's coming at them and accept that instead of I'm one, I question everything, I dig in, I look at multiple sources, um, I do a lot of research, I probably spend way too much time on it, but it's actually something I enjoy also. So when I was at the hospital, I'm sure I drove those nurses crazy just asking a lot of questions and wondering what to expect and what's normal and what's not normal, which I will say that helped me because when I started having reactions, I knew that I needed to call somebody for help. And when I got home, um, that, that wasn't the case. I didn't get any guidance from my doctor um, or pharmacist on the drugs that I was taking and the expected side effects. And so when I started having side effects, I didn't know if it was normal, if it wasn't normal. I got to say, I have a dear friend that's a nurse and um, I called and talked to her and she really helped me just kind of calm my nerves. Nerves. I'm not one to have much anxiety, but I've really been struggling with anxiety through this. And I think the anxiety comes from, again, the not knowing, the not being in control, being 100% out of control, which I've really had to, um, as a person of faith, you know, continually tell myself, you know, Lord, I trust you. Lord, I'm giving this over to you. Lord, you know, like you have a plan for this, but it's not just a one-time thing. And I think a lot of times we, as we go through difficult times, we think we have to say it once or do it once and then, okay, you know, like slap your hands together, brush it off, we're good, and, and we move forward. And that hasn't been the case at all with me. Um, but I started having such a bad reaction to that first antibiotic. I called my doctor. Uh, they talked to the pharmacist, immediately took me off of it, prescribed a, another antibiotic. And I was actually doing okay. I was having some breathing issues. I started getting a dry cough, but nothing that I couldn't, 
I guess, handle. And it was nothing like I was getting with the antibody before. So I thought, okay, I am just going to like plow through this just to get through these dang antibiotics so I can start getting them out of my system. Um, I got to day three and I went to bed. My husband was working a detail. Uh, if you don't know, he's a police officer. And oh, fell asleep. I was sleeping so hard. And I woke up drenched, just soaking wet, very nauseous. Um, I I felt like I was going crazy, like tingling, shaking. I texted my husband. I'm so grateful he was on his way home anyways from the detail. So, um, but it took me about two and a half hours to come out of that. Again, next day, call the doctor. They told me to go off of it. Um, and then I had two days where I was on nothing and then saw a nurse practitioner on uh, Friday. And, you know, man, if you are a nurse or a doctor or a nurse practitioner, first of all, I love you. Thank you for what you do. But I got to say, I've had difference in care and I've had one doctor that hasn't been the best. And this nurse practitioner, she just spent so much time with me answering questions. We talked through everything and what my options were. And once again, put me on a new antibiotic because it's not an option for me not to be on a antibiotic. And so, okay, you know, I trust the doctors, but I've also had, like, I, I can't tell you, I, I put off as long as I could starting that new antibiotic because friends, I just had so much fear, so much fear of like, I've been down that path. I know how it feels when I start to have a reaction. And I will say like, the reactions to all the antibiotics have been different also. It hasn't been the same reaction. And so at the time of this recording, I'm on the new one. I have taken a full day. I just have to take this one five days. So um, by the time you listen to this, hopefully I've made it through those five days, no reactions. But I share this journey with you. One, if you're going through something physical, um, this experience has given me the empathy that I have not been able to have for friends and family that are going through something physical, especially something that you can't control and how much it takes over your mind and your mindset. So a couple of things that have really helped me to kind of I guess, keep working through this. This is something that I keep cycling through. And this is what I think is important. If you're going through um, a difficult time and maybe it is a health challenge, maybe it's something physical, maybe it's a, a relationship, is it's real easy to get into that spin uh, cycle where you just keep spinning um, kind of the what ifs, the fears, the unknowns, the things you can't control in your mind. And I really have to stop myself from doing that because that doesn't take us anywhere good. That doesn't take us to healing. That doesn't get us out on the other side of what we're dealing with, uh, no matter what the challenge is. 
And so a couple of things that I have done that have helped, and you know, maybe if you just take one or two of these, one is I have used worship. So I, ha- I have the app, the iHeartRadio app, and I downloaded the Michael W. Smith radio station, which is so old school Christian contemporary music back from, you know, like the 90s, probably the 80s and 90s, but really the 90s, I think is when I started listening to the music, late 80s, early 90s. Anyways, time frame doesn't matter. But um, I downloaded that app a long time ago and have been listening to that station a long time. It's actually, I flipped my morning routine where when I was getting ready, I always had the news on. I had secular music, country music, whatever. And what I realized is that was not a good start to my day. There was a research, man, I don't have it in front of me and I didn't expect to talk about it, but it was a research, like just watching a couple of minutes of news in the morning like first thing is when people were asked later on and on in the day, those that watched the news in the morning were more likely to have a bad day versus those that didn't. And so that really like kind of, I guess, gave me a little sucker punch, a gut check to say, how am I starting my day with the the content, the music, the news, what's on TV. And so now I don't have the TV on anymore. I listen to worship music and that has really helped me. I had it on a lot when I was in the hospital. I didn't even turn on the TV, just praise and worship music. Two is getting in the word. So getting in the Bible, um, just reading passages of scripture that are comforting, um, One of the ones that I was actually reading this morning was Psalms 37, and it just talks in there about trusting the Lord and committing yourself to the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. And uh, over and over in the Bible, it talks about trust. It talks about faith. It talks about fear not. It talks about giving over your anxieties and your worries uh, to the Lord. And so that's one thing, consistently being in the Word. Number three uh, that I've been using is just staying in touch with friends and family and being honest with how I'm feeling, I think it's so easy, especially if you're a strong person like me. I am very independent. Um, I like to be alone. I like to do things on my own. And um, it's hard to ask for help. It's also hard to show weakness. And so for me, I'm staying connected to friends and family. I am very blessed that I have a lot of people checking on me, but I'm also being real with them when they check on me. It's not just, oh, I'm doing okay, I'm fine. Even if I'm having a good day, I've had good periods of days, but it's like I'm having a good day, but here's what I'm struggling with. And I'm very specific of telling them what I need prayers for. And so that's been helpful is to be honest with people, to know that people are praying for me, but and to stay into in uh, communication, not go into seclusion, not pull back from those that want to love on us and help us. The fourth thing that I've been doing is obviously prayer, um, but making my prayers specific, but also making sure that I'm practicing gratitude in my prayer. 
because it's really easy when we're going through difficult times is to focus on all the things that we need or we want and not stopping to focus on what we can be grateful for. And if you're not the praying type, then just practice gratitude. And I don't want to just say just because practicing gratitude is big in the healing process, especially the healing process mentally and working through coming out on on the other side. And I've been amazed like every day, even on the crappiest day or the nights where I literally was up for over two days straight, both nights in the hospital, I didn't sleep at all. And I was so exhausted, but I could still find things to be grateful for. And even with the setbacks that I've had with the antibiotics, I still have a lot to be grateful for. And so practicing gratitude has been key. The other thing is not allowing myself to sit and sulk. And I think this is where there is a balance and I'm not a doctor, I'm not a counselor for any of this, but I think there is a balance of really knowing your body and knowing when you have to give yourself rest, that you have to sit in um, and not be doing a lot of things and not being active. But I also think there's that fine line of when the inactivity is due to kind of this woe is me, um, the lack of motivation, that I don't feel well, so I'm not going to do anything. And I've really tried to stay away from that. I worked a full week this week at my job. I had to laugh. The, The night that I had my really bad reaction, it was at 1030. I don't think I laid back down until 1230. And then it was kind of a fitful night. I woke up nauseous, still not feeling well. And I had a call, I think it was like at eight or 830 in the morning. And one of my coworkers asked me how I was doing. And she's like, Stephanie, I can't believe you have so much joy (laughs) in your voice. And I was very honest with her. Like I had a bad night. I don't feel well. I don't want to be on this call, but being joyful and me kind of, I don't want to say putting on a front, but we always have a choice of what our attitude is. And for me to go in with this attitude of I'm here, I'm going to do the best that I can. I'm going to plug through this day is better than sitting in negativity and spinning in the negativity. And so I've really had a balance of working and resting, but questioning myself when I'm resting too much is, okay, why am I resting? Am I really tired? Do I really need this? Or can I go be productive? So um, I got to say, when I popped on here today, that's not what I thought I was going to talk about, but I hopefully that if you're going through a challenge in a hard time, these are a couple of things that can help you through. Know that you're not alone. There are so many people. I've been amazed of, I had no idea so many people get bit by spiders and have a reaction. And so like, if you're going through something or you know somebody that's gone through what you've gone through, 
reach out to them. I have been so grateful for the people that reached out to me to say, oh, my dad got bit by a brown recluse or I had a friend. And so I was able to ask them questions because if you feel like you're the only one going down the path, here's another tip, get off Google because Google's no good. Um, That'll just lead you down a really bad path, which I've been down a couple of times and my husband hasn't been very happy with me being transparent. But to talk to people that have been down this path and what they've went through and at the end of the day, they made it to the other side, like where my goal is, where my end line is, um, that's been helpful. If you know somebody going through a difficult time, send them this podcast. Hopefully it's of encouragement to them and uh, put it in your back pocket as a tool for you in the future or for someone that you love going through a challenging time. Friends, I hope that uh, one or more of my tips today, my short stories, sharing my struggles, help you to continue to get out and get to giving your best life. Thank you so much for listening. We know your time is valuable and we're grateful you shared it with us. For more information about Stephanie, her books and speaking, head over to givinggal.com. And remember, there are many ways you can give back by subscribing to Giving Your Best Life, sharing this podcast, writing a review, and signing up for Stephanie's newsletter. We are grateful for you. Now go out and get to Giving Your Best Life.